everybody. Welcome back to the We Stay Wild podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Ladewig, and today is episode two. Before we get into the topic of what I'm going to be talking about next, I just wanted to thank you all so much for tuning in to episode zero and episode one. I wasn't expecting so many people to check in, but I am honored that you did, and I'm so happy to continue this journey with all of you. So that brings me to the topic of episode two. Life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Isn't that the truth, honestly? So I already have a blog post about this on my website, WeStayWild.com, but I think this is such an important topic for anyone at any aspect of their life or age. So I want to share a little of what I already have written there, but I also want to elaborate and add on more so you all can get out of your comfort zone on a daily basis and ultimately live your best life. Before we can talk about getting out of your comfort zone, we need to establish what a comfort zone is in the first place. A comfort zone is a place or situation where one feels safe or at ease and without stress. So it's our everyday life from what we eat, how we drive to certain places, or even the people we know. Comfort zones are naturally established and unique to each person. They develop by a repeated doing of one thing until it becomes comfortable enough to not induce stress, thus called a comfort zone, because it provides a state of mental security which leads to lower anxiety levels, steady well-being, and of course, reduced stress. It's extremely important to have a place where you can go and feel comfortable and relaxed and just completely at peace, but it's also very important to step outside of that comfort zone. Because without change, you can't grow. And without growing, you never become a different person. You never experience the true joy of life and everything the earth has to offer. So I'm here to expand your horizon on stepping out of your comfort zone and hopefully inspire you to do so. First, I'll share a personal experience with stepping out of my comfort zone recently. And that is actually with this podcast. So it is very odd for me to sit here in my room and speak to an inanimate object and then hit play and listen to my voice record back to me, but it's so satisfying. I'm only on my second podcast right now and the amount I've learned about myself is incredible. The way I can articulate sentences and speak to others in a much more efficient way has already improved in a week's time. And I am so much more confident as a person going out and talking to others. And in the future, this will benefit me in the science world. And it's spectacular because I had no idea that this simple podcast, me putting myself out of my comfort zone, would cause me to grow in so many different directions exponentially. So I want to share a little bit of the science behind comfort zones. So whenever you are in a comfortable place and it's very stable for you, your brain kind of gets stagnant. Your brain doesn't need to adapt, to learn, to, to push forward, to try and figure out what in the world is going on because it's comfortable, it's okay, and it actually doesn't really kill your process of learning, but it definitely hinders it, which is why it is important to challenge your brain in something you're not so comfortable in doing. When you are just outside of your comfort zone, you are typically experiencing what is called optimal anxiety. This is a behavioral space where stress levels are slightly higher than normal. Whenever your brain is under a bit of stress, it actually focuses and concentrates a lot more than in a state of relaxation. This exercises your brain just like a muscle is exercised. 
The more you work it, the stronger it grows. Except your brain doesn't grow in size, just in knowledge. An increase in general knowledge is just the tip of the iceberg. Once you start to step outside of your comfort zone, you start to learn new things about yourself. You learn to adapt to change and chaos quicker. So if you already train your mind and body to constantly challenge itself on a frequent basis, then unexpected changes and curveballs in your life are so much easier to handle. You're able to pull from past experiences and knowledge you already have to officially brainstorm and find solutions. Another benefit of stepping outside of your comfort zone is an increased self-awareness and sense of self-improvement. Honestly, this might be one of my favorite gains. It's because when you're constantly challenging yourself, you begin to find your true person inside of you. You grow your love for life and you suddenly increase your drive to keep expanding your horizons and to ultimately learn more about yourself. So now that I've talked about why it's important to step outside of your comfort zone from a science perspective, but also just an everyday life perspective, I want to talk about ways you can step out of your comfort zone on a daily basis. So there are plenty and plenty of ways you can because everyone is unique and different from each other. But I'm going to list the five that truly stand out to me and have helped me the most. The first one is to do your daily activities differently. So whether that's you wake up at a different time or you decide to style your hair differently or you change the timing in which you do things throughout the day, it's all relevant to you because it is your life. But even the slightest change could spark something in your mind or create a new friendship or hobby. The second topic on my list is to do something that scares you, within reason of course, but I'll share a story from my perspective. So growing up, middle school, high school, I kind of just hid in the shadows because I felt like I knew everyone, but I truly didn't fit in anywhere, so I didn't really talk to others unless I absolutely needed to. So once I got to college, I was rather confused. and. One thing that really scared me was kind of talking to new people and that sounds weird but that's what it was and I would challenge myself to go make new friends whether that's other athletes that were there or in my classes and as soon as I started reaching out I realized more people had knowledge to share and things to say and I could learn so much from them and now here I am I could probably have a conversation with a wall well, actually, I'm talking to my computer right now, but in general, I'm talking to all of you and I wouldn't have been able to do all of this if I hadn't pushed myself in college to do something that scared me, which was talk to other people. The third thing that has helped me is actually to ask the odd and awkward questions. This one really makes me get out of my comfort zone and it is so funny and so weird at the same time but this one is specifically useful when it comes to relationships this could be family friends or your significant other but i have just found it is so thrilling and sometimes embarrassing to ask the awkward questions but you typically get an answer to your question and you end up adding depth to your relationship with that other person I'm not going to get into the specifics on this topic, but next time if you are in the appropriate setting, go ahead and ask that weird awkward question to whoever and just see what comes of it. Like my family has gotten so much closer just from asking each other the awkward questions whenever they come up in conversation. 
The fourth thing on my list is to agree to something you normally wouldn't do. As we discussed earlier, doing something you're not familiar with requires the brain to operate in a different fashion and it allows for an expanse in knowledge. So maybe you don't end up enjoying the new thing that you tried, but it possibly introduced you to something else that you truly enjoyed. For me, I was invited to go play soccer one time and although I used to be, you know, a soccer star whenever I played fun, fair, positive soccer as a five or six year old, I <laughs> didn't really enjoy the experience, but it introduced me to a new park in Houston. And if you live in Houston, you know this park, it's Buffalo Bayou, but I had no idea how to get there, what it was even called, and I was just clueless when it came to this location in Houston or really anything about Houston. Although I didn't enjoy my initial experience as much as I thought I would, it introduced me to this park. And now I go there regularly to play tennis, go on walks or runs, or to just go sit and read a book. It's honestly awesome and normally I would say no if someone would ask me to go play soccer, but I'm so glad I didn't. The fifth and last thing on my list to getting out of your comfort zone is to travel. This one is my absolute favorite. I will always tell people to go on trips or just explore. It is so beautiful. Being somewhere completely new forces you to step out of your comfort zone through foods, languages, experiences, and the atmosphere. It also gives you a huge appreciation for life. So the first time I truly experienced this was in 2016-2017. I did an internship in Cape Town, South Africa it was wildlife conservation through photojournalism. So me having to travel halfway across the world from what I'm used to and being immersed in a whole new culture and place and lifestyle was just freaking amazing. I loved every single second of it and I will cherish that internship for the rest of my life. That is the internship that changed me and shaped me into the person I wanted to be and it also showed me that conservation is the world I want to continue in. I want to be an advocate for the earth and if I would have been scared to leave the United States none of this would have happened. I mean maybe eventually it would but still you get the point. But it wasn't only just that trip that helped me get out of my comfort zone as well. I took a trip with one of my best friends to go explore Italy and Spain. And if you know anything about me, I am just completely in love with Spain. And I aspire to live there whenever I'm older, given maybe I get a job there or I find my husband there, who knows, hopefully both. But the point is that my knowledge in Spanish accelerated whenever I was immersed in the language and culture. I learned so much about myself, what I like, what I don't like, and traveling is honestly one of the best ways to get out of your comfort zone. You're in a foreign place, you don't even have the same exact things you use every single morning. I mean sometimes yeah duh if you take your toothbrush and toothpaste, but I'm talking more so the view you wake up to every single morning, the activities you do, the food you eat, it's all different and it all provides the perfect mechanisms to finding your true self. So if I haven't said this already to you personally, go and travel, go experience the world, get so lost in a culture that you eventually end up finding yourself. It honestly is just one of the most beautiful and liberating feelings. So now that I've provided you all with the five things that have helped me truly grow and come out of my comfort zone, I also want to say that it's very important to self-evaluate and assess what you've learned and how you've grown because if you don't, it's very easy to fall back into old patterns. Not only would I encourage doing that, 
But after a new and trialing experience, I would also say to give your mind and body a rest because it can be exhausting constantly learning and going all the time. What helps me do this is to just find the little things in every day that truly make me happy. For me, this is a cup of coffee or a nice warm cup of tea. And oddly enough, one of these things is actually walking to the mailbox barefoot. For some reason, I guess feeling the ground on my feet just really grounds me and makes me feel comfortable. And although I've just left home, I'm returning and it's a comforting feeling. Anyways, I encourage you to find the little things that really draw you back into yourself and just help you process through everything you've just experienced. Another thing I want to add is it's okay to take your time doing something you're uncomfortable with. We all have our own pace and lifestyle that we're accustomed to. And if you haven't gathered from my stories, it's taken a long time for me to come out of my shell and also just not be afraid of the unknown. So don't be afraid to take baby steps. It takes a lot of courage and willpower to do something you're not normally comfortable with. To close things out, I just want to say your next biggest success could be behind the one thing that is holding you back. Be comfortable being uncomfortable. This is your sign. Don't wait for the right moment. Your time is now. Thank you all for tuning in to episode two. You all are freaking awesome for making it this far. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and leave us a review below. I would much appreciate that. And if you aren't already following us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at We Stay Wild Official. And if you're feeling like it, go ahead and throw your host a follow. That's me, Shelby Ladewig, at Shelby.Ladewig. Now, go make yourself uncomfortable, love the earth and yourself, and don't forget to stay wild.